Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to an all-new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. This is a show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of just the hilarious batshit insanity that ensues. My name is Randy. I am your host on this journey. And it looks like, unfortunately, I am alone again this week. Uh, but let's get right into it, folks. We're taking a look at an episode of Voltron today. Uh, but of course, before we do... Head on over to geekworldorder.com. Check out all the latest and greatest geeky goodness and content there. Facebook.com. Uh, take a look at us there. Geek World Order and Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Twitter and Instagram at Geek World Order. And today we're taking a look at the episode of Voltron called Lotor's Clone. And we open up on uh, Planet Doom and King's Archon is um, a little pissed to say the least. Uh, so he's pretty much sick and tired of Lotor's shenanigans. Uh, he's pretty much sick of him losing all the ro- with all the Robies and the robots, and he have none of it, man. Like he straight up calls Lotor a coward, basically. And Lotor's like, "Listen, Hagar is working on a brand new scheme. This one is sure not to fail." You know, basically the same line we get every week, right? And he's like, Zarkon's like, you know what? No. I want you to take the troops and lead them straight into battle. Like, no more games. No more excuses. You go lead the troops and show me that you should be the next king of this, you know, of this planet. You know, like, at this point... Lotor has lost so many times to the Voltron ch- team that, like, even the robots that are, like, the underlings of this planet are considering rebelling. Like, we actually get a scene of, like, two robots that... Dude, these robots don't care. Like, they're pretty much, just, like, done with everything, man. It's insane. So, we go to the... The lair of the witch Hagar, and she's working on her plan. And Lotor's like, um, yeah, we're gonna need this a little bit sooner than we expected. And she's like, mm, really could use some more time on this to really get it right. He's like, well, we don't have time. And so we learn that she's actually making a clone of Lotor. Uh, she goes on to describe this clone, and basically it's. All of the worst qualities of Lotor. This thing has no fear. It will fight to the bitter end. And so we get some pretty good animation here of the clone being created and basically Hagar speeding up the process to make it fully developed. But of course, we have to get to a test of its skill. So we see down the robots from earlier that were rebelling. So this, the and what we realize, it's the clone. So, and they get their robot butts handed to them pretty quickly because, you know, they're fodder. They're nameless fodder. You know, so they gonna take, yeah, they get taken out real quick. Uh... So Lotor is pleased with the clone, and so we get to proceed as normal here. Uh, so we go to Planet Eris, where the Voltron team is 
in the Lions, and they seem to be doing some field maneuvers and practicing. Uh, the Green Lion in particular we see do some backflips and aerial stuff and takes out some targets. So far, so good. Uh, but things start to go crazy. We take a shot to the castle where there are gauges going crazy. There seem to be power surges going on. And everyone is freaking out at the castle. And we finally see what's going on. We get some backup generators going on. Because basically everything's shorted out. We get these gigantic power surges going through. and So eventually we get the, the castle's backup generators working. And oh, look at that. We see a row beast. Because, you know, that's what we see every day around here on this planet. So it's like, all right. We seem to have a plan here. Uh, and so the team is kind of arguing about how they want to proceed with this. Of course, Hunk is being Hunk. He's not exactly the brightest member of the team. So he's like, yeah, let's just charge head on at it. And it's like, yeah, that's probably what this thing wants, is for us to head out and charge forward. So Keith comes up with a plan to go underwater with a sneak attack. So he's wants to head out and the team will follow through with him pretty much afterwards. But at that point they realize these underwater skimmers that they find only one of them is actually working. So basically he's like, all right, I'll head out, plant some explosives. You guys fix these up and follow me and we'll go from there. Uh, so we go to a shot of Lotor. He's kind of chilling in his palace because that's what he does. And at this point, he is... So this dude has some serious issues. Like, he is super jealous. Is He clearly wants to be the controlling force of Planet Doom here and wants to usurp his father and become the king of... The, this kingdom it is clear he wants revenge on his father he wants the princess because he got this thing for princess Alora. like he's got an unhealthy obsession with this woman and basically he wants to prove his father wrong and of course he wants revenge on the voltron team for defeating him every single episode because you know how that goes so we've got our motivation here set up. Our evil bad guy is out there. We've got some... Oh, yeah. We've got the Robeast stomping the city. We've got our bad guy and his motivations kind of fleshed out here. So, of course, it's time to go to commercial. So we'll be back in just a moment, folks. <laughs> the world of Voltron, with thrilling adventures let you soar beyond the limits of your imagination. 
where the valiant Voltron force merges together in their robotic lions to challenge the might of King Zarkon's demonic minions and menacing machines. Join this never-ending battle between the army of evil and the champions of justice with the fate of planet Aris and the entire universe at stake. Voltron action figures, lions and vehicles each sold separately from Panache Place. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The legend of Voltron, defender of the universe. A mighty robot, loved by good, feared by evil. As Voltron's legend grew, peace settled across the galaxy. On planet Earth, a galaxy alliance was formed. Together with the good planets of the solar system, they maintained peace throughout the universe. Until a new horrible menace threatened the galaxy. Voltron was needed once more. This is the story of the super force of space explorers. Specially trained and sent by the Alliance to bring back Voltron. Defender of the Universe. Ready to form Voltron. Activate Interlock. Dino Burns connected. Infracells up. Mega thrusters are go. Let's go, Voltron. Fearless Lion Robots, Black Lion, Green Lion, Yellow Lion, Red Lion, Blue Lion. Go! Who together form Voltron. Lion sets each sold separately from Maxbox. We are back, and uh, so we're in the castle. Uh, Keith is headed out on the water skimmer to begin his part of the plan. And the Voltron team is working to repair the other underwater skimmers to join him. And it's not going so well, folks. Pretty much, they they don't have a lot of options. Most of the parts they have are old. And so they're really trying to, having trouble even getting one of these things put together. 
Uh, so we go back out to the Robeast, and it's continuing to emit electric signals here. And at this point, it's pretty, they're pretty much taking down the, the force fields that are, you know, keeping the castle safe. And yeah, so this is not, so we're not looking good here. Everything continues to go downhill for our heroes. Uh, so basically right now, Keith is out. He's got a plan. He's going to attach some mines to the Robeast and try to do a bit of a sneak attack here. Uh, but the clone of Lotor actually sees Keith underneath the water and tries to chuck a spear at him. Alright, so we're going to get something going here at least. Uh, we go back to the castle where... They've pretty much figured out this point. They have enough parts to finish one of these water sleds. So they pretty much focus on that and get that working. So from here we get the a fight scene between Keith and the clone. And this is actually a pretty good fight scene. Uh, we do see that the clone is very powerful and strong. But of course Keith being the leader of the team, he's going to be the best fighter. And he's actually able to hold his own on here and really put up a fight against the clone. Uh, this scene is actually animated very well. And so this is actually a fun fight to watch. Uh, so we go back to Lotor and his palace. At this point, he's getting pretty suspicious. And, and it doesn't help that he's getting impatient. But now Hagar is like, the, basically, the entire planet is watching what's going on because, you know, Zarkon's pretty much said, you know, go be a leader, do something, you know, show me what you're capable of. So, and so we go back to the fight, and at this point, Keith is actually getting a little bit suspicious because he, he's realizing this clone, or, well, he does he's kind of putting it together that Maybe this isn't actually Lotor, because he's realizing the what he's fighting is a lot more. It's fighting very differently. is very much more aggressive, a little more powerful. It's not the fight he's used to having with Lotor. So he kind of puts it together that this isn't the actual Lotor, but. So they're fighting. So he actually goes to strike Keith. And at this point, the mines go off. So the mines that were planted on the Robies go off. And it interrupts the whatever's causing the emissions from the Robies. And so the castle goes back to full power. So at this point, our heroes realize they actually have a chance of winning. Um, so at this point, we go back to Lotor, and he's still pretty, he's pretty peeved at this point, because he's not winning. He's pretty much having the same fight, and he's pretty much concerned that, you know, with his entire planet watching him, he's going to come off as a coward. And that's sort of Lotor's weakness, one of the big things is Lotor is very vain. Like, he's got a lot of vanity issues. He's also got daddy issues. 
because a lot of his motivating force is kind of how he comes off and how he appears. And unfortunately, it really bites him in the ass, like, very frequently. Like, this is insane. So he's trying to figure out how to get there, and Hagar lets him know that, you know, he can, if he concentrates hard enough, he can connect with the with the clone and control it through his mind which is what he does at this point he goes into a bit of a trance-like state he's concentrating very hard and so how they animate this is actually kind of weird like so as he's sending this signal from his brain to the clone like they actually animate his brain kind of like transparently like, and it's throbbing while it's sending the the signals to the clone, and... Oh, this is so weird. You gotta love anime folks, right? I mean... I, I still don't know how to describe this, but yeah. Basically, they actually animate his brain pulsing. So... At this point, the clone is gaining a level of sentience like he knows that the regular the real lotor is tr is communicating with him and telling what he's like like this clone basically goes um bro you're not my supervisor and he's not listening to lotor he's like no i don't need you controlling me i can win this fight and so this is about the point where Keith actually figures this thing out. And he realizes it's not the actual Lotor, but it is a clone. And yeah. Man, at this point, the clone is having none of Lotor. So Lotor's like, okay, cool. All right, you're both done. So he actually causes the rogue beast to attack both of them. And so the, the rogue beast actually lets out this laser pulse beam thing. And dude, the clone straight up gets vaporized. Like, that's this is insane. Like, this, the clone gets hit, screams in agony, and yeah, no, the clone is gone. It is done. The, the clone is dead. Uh, Keith ends up getting knocked down. So it's looking pretty bad here. Uh, but at this point, Lance shows up. And they've restored power at the castle so they're actually able to launch the lions so we go into battle mode so the the three lions the yellow the green and the blue lion they come in they kind of just do some distractionary tactics to get the row beast off balanced which allows lance to come in grab keith they get away so they go back underwater with the one working skimmer now and they get to their alliance. So yeah. This whole scene is very odd. Because it kind of goes in that anime time. <coughs> because you're like, wait a minute. So they get away. 
and like four and like four seconds later they're in their lions with the rest of the team so that's insane so yeah the timing is a little off there because when you watch this part of the episode it's like literally the the three lions attack keith and lance get away and they've joined their fight like three seconds later because you know timing in anime is consistent sort of like time physics is i yeah i don't know how to describe it but time physics in anime is yeah because obviously we have limited attention spans we have limited time in the episode because you know what about 22 minutes of episode when you factor out time for commercials and the intros and exits and everything so yeah sometimes we got to go through very quickly and from there this part of the episode goes very quickly we get the lions um so yeah once lance and keith are there we go immediately into voltron mode and of course we go through our lovely stock footage which eats up a good minute of screen time or so but yeah we go we form the voltron uh they do the lion heads attack which is an interesting maneuver so basically the four lion heads that are the arms and legs of voltron they come off and just sort of float around and attack the enemies that come near them and so i don't know if this is a just a distractionary move or what if it's actually supposed to cause damage but it goes very quickly the lion heads reattach Oh, time to form the blazing sword. And from there, the Robies gets sliced in half. It blows up. Because, you know, this is Japanese animation. And things die. They explode. And, yeah, so the, the day is saved. And that was very quick. So we go back to Planet Doom, where Lotor is not happy. He blames Hagar's magic so yeah he's defeated once again Lotor looks like a complete idiot and so we go back to the castle they're having a good laugh about it they're like oh man we'd we'd win so much more if we had clones of us and it was like everyone's like oh you should clone me you should clone me you know at this point how about we just clone the mouse uh, but yeah, that's kind of where we end the episode is with the Voltron team having a good laugh. The status quo has been reset and we fade to black at the end of another episode. Uh, so overall, I thought this was a good episode and it was fun. Definitely a good challenge there. Um, like I get where they were going with the episode. It was definitely an interesting to see kind of a focus on Lotor and the bad guy. But we kind of get some of his motivations, which are clearly very petty in nature. And like I said, this dude has some serious daddy issues. Obviously, this he must have felt neglected or something as a child. He seems to want his father's attention. But at the same time, he wants to usurp the power and take control. So there's that dynamic of it. But of course, 
as with all of our anime and everything, our cartoons, the bad guy can't win. But it's nice to have a, a character with a little bit of motivation behind them. Even though if it is still a little flat and two-dimensional. But overall, this was a very quick episode to watch. It, the The pace was very, very quick on this. Like, it more or less moved from scene to scene. And... But, like, it wasn't bad. Like, it was... It was good. Like I said, paced okay very quickly. Like it, the episode didn't drag, I guess. But at the same time, this could have been fleshed out a little bit more. I think this was a good concept. I think we could have done a little bit more with the clone. Maybe plant the seeds out there a little more to really flesh this out honestly if we could have included a little bit more to kind of get to the point where the clone gets more sentience towards the end because really that kind of almost came out of nowhere there was really no indication that it was going to be like that i really thought this was going to be it almost seemed like they were going to do it more of like a kind of a carbon copy clone that didn't have its own sentience that Lotor would just control remotely, but it would just kind of be like basically whatever he did, it would kind of be amplified. But no, it, this more came off as its own thing. And honestly, I think if they'd fleshed it out a little more, this could have made for maybe a two-parter. Because I think the part where... Because I think they could have done something with the part where Lotor and Keith had to work together a little bit once the Robeast kind of started to attack them. So I really think they could have done something with this episode and could have made it a two-parter. They could have easily fleshed this out and... Really taking a couple of those individual parts and really made a hell of a story out of it. But unfortunately, the time constraints, I think, are what really hurt this episode the most. Like I said, it's overall, it was a fun show, a fun episode, really quick to watch. But I think they could have fleshed this out a little more and maybe made it a two-parter. Because I think there were some interesting things that appealed to this episode. Um, but other than that, like, really not a lot of effort, you know, nothing really with the rest of the Voltron Force. They were just kind of background and filler. Uh, but overall, I enjoyed this episode. I think it was a good one. You can definitely check it out. Uh, but I think that'll do it for this week, man. Of course, check out uh, GeekWorldOrder.com. Check us out on all the social media platforms. And of course, don't forget to uh, subscribe us that like that comment that five-star review and uh we'll see you next week folks